0: Salutations, peace, and blessings. You're listening to the Kneel Down Podcast. I am your host, the Commission. This is a special, special Thanksgiving episode that I'm doing for you guys, and this is in large part to the response to LeBron James and his one-game suspension for elbowing Isaiah Stewart, the Pistons forward in the face of... That resulted in what could have been a very serious and very catastrophic altercation. It didn't get that far, but it looked like it could have. I mean, Isaiah Stewart had every right to, to, to be in the position and the mindset that he was, seeing the blood coming from his face. But it's amazing how the NF, NBA, excuse me, it's amazing how the NBA found a way to characterize this as a indication that you cannot. Continue, but you cannot forward the altercation to the point where it escalates to something that could have been perhaps something similar to what happened uh, several years back with the malice in the palace. Um, I know a lot of people probably are not familiar with basketball and perhaps the terminology I'm trying to use. But what I'm trying to do is create the narrative and the platform of what this show is all about. LeBron James. And the L.A. Lakers played against the Detroit Pistons there in Detroit. And it just so happens that LeBron James is on the line along with Isaiah Stewart. They just have to be next to each other. And in the process of this, LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart are trying to box each other out in an attempt to perhaps either get the rebound or just gain position. And Considering the fact that the shot was made, Obviously, there would be no rebound. However, LeBron James retaliates after Isaiah Stewart boxes him out and places his elbow and hand in a position where, in an attempt to shove or move or retaliate from Isaiah Stewart, hits Isaiah Stewart in the face, causing what would be a bloody face and, of course, would cause this altercation between the two. LeBron James is apologetic. Isaiah Stewart ain't trying to hear that. And so it goes on. Isaiah Stewart goes on a tirade trying to find LeBron James in an attempt to either talk to this man in a serious matter or maybe try to bloody him up in such a way where maybe he needed to see the pain that Isaiah Stewart was going through. And what I'm trying to do in this episode, I'm trying to tie in two events due to the outcome of the events, and I'm going to try to explain myself as clearly as I can, the outcome of that altercation between LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart came down by the NBA, of which LeBron James will miss a game, and Isaiah Stewart will miss two games. Now, the commission's bothered by the outcome of this, because Isaiah Stewart is the victim. Even though Isaiah Stewart probably went above and beyond to try to send the message that you can't do this to me, and considering the fact that this man was probably full of adrenaline after getting hit in the face and seeing blood coming down his face, knowing that this was caused by LeBron James, his initial reaction was to confront LeBron James. What he was going to do at that point will remain the question. It's a mystery as to what could have happened if Isaiah Stewart could have knocked down everybody that was in his way just to get to LeBron James. Whether he would have succeeded or not may not even be the point. It's the, the initiation. It's the action that the NBA saw that showed that this man was out of control. This man was on a rampage. And thus, because of the fact that he was in a rampage, to get after LeBron James they suspended him two games as opposed to maybe just one or any games at all he gets elbowed and yet he gets more games suspended because of the outcome because of what he did after the fact and it's fascinating that the NBA spent maybe 24 hours or so to deliberate as to what the outcome what the verdict you see where I'm getting at What the verdict was in this by saying that LeBron James was apologetic that he didn't try to hurt anybody, thus should receive a penalty because he initiated the outcome. He started this. He didn't have to elbow him. He didn't have to shrug him off in the way that he did to try to fight him off of him. He could have even let him fall. Or he could have just pushed him out the way with his hands. There's a lot of things LeBron James could have done in that situation where he didn't have to get to where it did. To see Isaiah Isaiah Stewart running these guys over just to get LeBron James. Who's to say what Isaiah Stewart would have done in that situation? And that's why the NBA reacted the way that he did. I believe that the NBA failed in trying to send a message of what the point was in that you should not be elbowing somebody in the face to begin with. It should not have happened in the first place. But because it happened, and because it was LeBron James that did it, everybody is sympathetic. Everybody is now, oh, LeBron James would never do something like that. He doesn't have a, 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 a bad bone or a bad seed in his body. Thus, we cannot suspend this man for any more than a game. And this was decided by the NBA in a matter of 24 hours. Kyle Rittenhouse, young man from, I believe he's from Indiana or Illinois, initially decides that he wants to be a part of a protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin which I don't know as far as the proximity is between where he lived to Kenosha. Let's just say for the sake of it's 45 minutes away, cross state water, he felt the need to be part of the protest. For whatever reason, his cockamamie mind, he felt like he needed to be there. He goes to Kenosha, Wisconsin to protest, but he goes to protest with an assault rifle. Nobody else that we've seen on these videos that have surfaced over the last seven days show anything of which anybody else is walking around in Kenosha with an assault rifle but Kyle Rittenhouse. He goes into Kenosha and I would think, we would think, that the intention is to go there to either create peace or create war. Because why would you go past state borders with an assault rifle what is your intention he goes in the state borders he goes to kenosha he's part of the protest but now the protest doesn't go according his plan maybe there were some things that were going on he didn't anticipate and in the process he is encountered by not one two but three people allegedly they go after him And you have to question the thought process behind these protesters going after Kyle Rittenhouse. Here's the situation though. Kyle Rittenhouse felt as though he had to act in self-defense because he did not know what the outcome would be if he let these people go after him with this assault rifle. So what does he do? He shoots three people, two of which die there at the protest. He goes to court. The the, the the defenders, the attorneys are there for Rittenhouse, and they must have put up a superb fight for this guy. They deliberated, and the verdict comes back that he was acquitted on six accounts, including intentional homicide. The point I'm trying to make here is, maybe there are situations similar to LeBron James, Kyle Rittenhouse, where the intent is not to necessarily cause harm. Not necessarily, although we know how strong an individual LeBron James is and we know the damage that can be done with an assault rifle in the hands of a 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse, the problem that we may face and the problem that the commission faces is that we are trying to overlook what the outcome was. We're trying to somehow put lipstick on a pig to say that for what LeBron James and Kyle Rittenhouse did was not acts of violence in the sense where they intended to hurt people or kill people. It just was the outcome of the reaction that came with it that LeBron James can place an elbow on this guy's eye and it would bleed. Even though he did not mean to make contact with this guy's face, he did it anyway. So the intention was there. It was in the mindset to cause harm. But the moment you cause the harm, suddenly, immediately, you're apprehensive, you're remorseful, you're, you're, you're trying to plead your case, you're apologetic. People don't want to hear that. People don't want to see how you can react in such a way where now you feel as though I shouldn't have done what I did. It's not necessarily of good sportsmanship, maybe this is apples and oranges, but it's still the fact that for what LeBron did and what Kyle Rittenhouse did, it should not have happened in the first place. Kyle Rittenhouse had no reason to be in Kenosha for any particular reason if he had to bring an assault rifle with him to try to make a point. This was not about Rittenhouse. This was about what the police had done to James Blake, of which the outcome was the protest itself. So you go in there with a gun, and the intent of the gun is not just to back people away from you, it was loaded. So what else did you have in mind to do with that gun? You went across state borders because you felt as though if you go there to protest, there's a chance that you might get your butt kicked, your butt kicked, that something may actually happen to you. So to save yourself the injury and the insult of getting your butt kicked, you take an assault rifle to make a point. And this is what I'm getting at, ladies and gentlemen. He wasn't there to protest. He was there to do damage. LeBron James wasn't just trying to box the guy out. He was trying to send a message. The problem I have is that in the NBA, it only took 24 hours to decide the fate of LeBron James and that he couldn't play a game. Now to many, that's fine. We'll live with it, we'll move on. But it's amazing that it took nearly two weeks to decide the fate of Kyle Rittenhouse for a situation that should not have ever, ever gotten to that point. It should never have escalated to the point where you kill people in the midst of a protest and you definitely should not have brought a, a, an assault rifle to a protest to try to make a point for yourself. It was a very egregious, selfish act on his part. Everybody and the mother knows this. It doesn't make a difference if it was self-defense. You knew what you were going to do with that gun. You knew what your intentions were with that gun. The point is simple, ladies and gentlemen. We are all susceptible of reacting in a way where it could be remorseful. It could stem to a point where you get arrested for it. You could be incarcerated for it. You could be suspended. You could be judged for the works and the actions that you do that were probably wrong. And in this case, they were both wrong. But it's amazing how it takes longer to figure out what to do with a man that killed two people than it did to find out what to do with LeBron James in the midst of 24 hours for elbowing a man and, and bloodying the man. The problem is the outcome. You suspend Isaiah Stewart for two games, even though he was not the one to throw the punch or the elbow. You acquit Kyle Rittenhouse of all charges, although two people are not alive to see what happened in this situation. The problem here is authority. And whether people wanna accept this or not, whether people can understand this or not, however the brain processes this, there is a problem with authority where you cannot make the correct decisions during a matter of which the wrong was done and something needed to be done about it. There's a judge that's sitting up there that felt like Kyle Rittenhouse did what was right for himself. We don't know if he's biased with Rittenhouse. We don't know the relationship between him and Rittenhouse, but it didn't take long from the say that he was acquitted on all accounts, including intentional homicide. So the man did not kill those two people. He's gonna gonna say he acted in self-defense. Why were you there in the first place? If you felt as though you needed to act in self-defense, if you're the only person there with an assault rifle. You didn't have to bring anything. If you're there to protest, then protest. If you're trying to box somebody out, you just box them out. You don't have to throw an elbow. You don't have to shoot people. The outcome bothers me more because it's not justified. There's no reason why Isaiah Stewart should be should be suspended for two games because of the reaction that came from LeBron James' elbow. No, I don't think that LeBron James malicious, but it still doesn't make the sense to do what he did in that situation. It's just the fact that the outcome was not what he wanted. He didn't want to bloody him up. He didn't want to hit him in the face. And so he went to him and apologized. Okay, fine. Good sportsmanship. But it's the wrong actions altogether that put you in this position. It's the wrong actions that Kyle Rittenhouse put himself in to place him in the position where now two people are gone. And this man is still walking the streets freely after what he's done and he's trying to plead his case that he acted in self-defense. Man, please. What really bothers me is that society just can't get it right. In the eyes of what could be black versus white, we still can't get it right. Perhaps there are two laws that exist in this world that should not be, and without going far into it, and I don't want to, you know, spectate as much as I need to, but it just seems so clear to me that you cannot justify the actions of one and not give him what he deserves for the actions that he's done. One game suspension for bloody head? So that means it's open season on anybody. Just throw elbows and say, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to do it. But because it's LeBron James, he doesn't have a bad bone in his body. We can let that go. Kyle Rittenhouse had never shot anybody before. He never had any reason to shoot anybody. And because he shot two people dead, knowing that it was self-defense, we don't think he'll ever do this again. That's the problem with society. That's the problem with the rules we have in place for everybody because sometimes the judgment that's made has less to do with the actions and more to do with the person themselves. And no, I'm not sitting here saying that one game suspension was because he was black. I'm not saying that about LeBron James. But there's no reason why Isaiah Stewart should be getting two games when he didn't even throw a punch. There's no reason why Kyle Rittenhouse should be walking the streets knowing that he killed two people in cold blood. There's something wrong with society and the people that manage and regulate these rules where they cannot understand what the outcome truly does to such a community and such a country. So says the commission, I know I tried to mesh in two separate situations that involve two separate uh, outcomes, one more tragic than the other. And I understand that maybe it was a long shot, but it's still the point behind how there was a reaction, a counter reaction, and then an outcome. And then somewhere or another, there was somebody to judge these people. And the judgment that comes in is what I'm trying to surface on. It's what I'm trying to concentrate on because it just does not fit the crime. LeBron James will not get arrested for for elbowing Isaiah Stewart in the head. He will not. But the fact that he's only serving a game suspension is ludicrous. He did not need to hit this guy in the head, even though he did. But to say he only serves one game after you bloody this guy up, just doesn't sit right with me. The ends do not justify the means, if that makes any sense. And for what I see in the NBA and how they handle things, they still cannot get it right. It's unfortunate that this guy had to be the recipient of such a situation like this. And, And you know what? You know, I'll I'll give props to Isaiah Stewart for what he did, because I don't even think if he looks back on this tape in a few days, that maybe the intention was not to necessarily go after LeBron James. The adrenaline takes over. You're not thinking uh, uh, properly. You're not making the best of judgments because the first reaction is to go after him. What is it, fight or flight? The adrenaline takes over. You're not just gonna walk off the court thinking that, hey, listen, this guy just hit me in the head and I'm bleeding, it's all good. So you can understand the actions of Isaiah Stewart. But this is where we are here in 2021. Sometimes people have to understand the bigger picture, regardless of if it was LeBron James. You don't do things like that in the NBA. You don't do what he did and then turn around and say, oh, that was my bad. You didn't have to do that in the first place, LeBron. Maybe you know that now. But it comes at a time where maybe the best thing you could have done was just walk away. This is the Kneel Down Podcast. I am the commish. And I hope everybody has a great weekend. I hope everybody's enjoying their Thanksgiving festivities, a celebration. There's plenty of sports on, so I am not going to go too far into that. You got plenty of games going on for football on Thursday and a number of games going on for basketball the next day. Black Friday is upon us. I don't like saying Black Friday, but it it, it is Black Friday. Oh, man. This is the time of year where people really start to show their true colors. And no, I'm not trying to segue that in with my show. But the truth of the matter is, I want everybody to just enjoy themselves. I'm all about the peace, I'm all about the love, is what I say in every episode that I do. So it seems fit that I will take the time out and say, enjoy your weekend, peace, and love to all those out there. Stay safe, get vaccinated when you can find the time to do so. I'm out.